If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. There will be a question linked to this episode in the description, so check it out and respond if you can. Thank you. Chapter 4, Wings of Fire, Winter Turning A black dragon, the one with ugly thoughts, slowly stalked along the banks of the river, staring at Kinkajou. His forked black tongue flicked in and out, his expression was calculating. A few steps ahead of him was a rainwing, dappled green like the rainforest, but not completely camouflaged. She splashed into the river and over to Kinkajou, frowning. Oh, it's you, Kinkajou said. Winter had never heard that tone of gloom from the little Raymond before. Hi, Bromeliad. I thought you were Orchid. What are you doing back here? Bromeliad demanded. You were supposed to stay at the school, and the queen sent you to. I told her you were a terrible student, and you would definitely run off, fail or run off. But would you listen? Mysteriously not. And now you're here. Now here you are, so I suppose I was right. I'm doing something important, King Gaju snapped. I'm here to save the queen, if you must know. Winter caught the shifty expression that crossed Obsidian's face. Maybe Moon was right. Maybe this dragon's thoughts were as dangerous as they sounded. Then Obsidian looked up and his gaze landed on Winter, and his tail began lashing fiercely. An ice wing, he said, and all rainforest. Don't just look in the trees, friend. Come down and say hello. That sounded like just the last thing Winter would, wanted to do, but picking a fight with a Nightwing would waste time. Time he needed to find his he needed to find his sister. He reluctantly spread his wings. Don't let him bully you, went Moon whispered, catching one of Winter's talons before he could lift off. He's afraid of you. He's playing out to be as cruel and commanding as possible because he wants you to squirm. I don't squirm for anyone, Winter snarled under his breath. I know, Moon said. You shouldn't. You're a much better dragon than he is. You're you're much better dragon than most anyone. She ducked her head, looking down at her claws. Winter blinked at her. Was that really what she thought? Even after looking inside him? Not me though, right? Gabley said, nudging Moon with a grin. He's not better than me. I'm awesome, right? Like the most awesome. The way she smiled back at the same wing, like she couldn't help herself, made Winter's scales feel all crawly. And too warm. He spun away from them and leaped down to the ground. The Nightwing guard sat back on his haunches, inspecting the, dra- the dragon suspiciously, as Moon and Kibley landed on the riverbank as well. Having a Nightwing gaze on him, traveling over him as though he was a half-eaten seal carcass, made Winter want to smash in some, f- wanted to smash in some faces with his tail. He scraped his serrated claws through the damp layers of leaves on the floor's floor. You're a peculiar dragonette, Obsidian said, finally, narrowing his eyes at Moon. Fail Sul already. Do they realize you can't talk and send you back? What's with the multicolored escort? He squinted at the dragons around him. Uh-huh. Exactly who are you? None of your business, Winter growled. Obsidian's brows went up, and he eyed Winter even more closely. Winter wondered if it w- would be a bad start if he slashed a superior expression right off the black dragon's face. 
We're here to see Queen Glory, Kibley said. Winter was interested to hear a note of hostility in Kibley's voice as well. For what he's seen so far, the salmon usually got along with everyone, or tried to, especially right at first. And trust me, she'll want to see us, so don't be a camel sniffer about it. I have to take you to the Nightwing Village, MCN said hardly. That's the protocol for new dragons in the rainforest. We'll send her a message, and if she wants to see you, she'll come find you there. Uh, no, Kankajou said. Hello, I'm a rainwing, not a new dragon. I live here. I'm practically the queen's best friend, and I'm taking my new friend to see her right now. The nightwing shifted his wings slightly and flicked his tongue through his sharp teeth. Kinkajou, Moon said, touching her claw on my shoulder. Actually, if we go to the village, I could see my mother, and we could ask whether anyone's seen Icicle. Oh, all right, Kinkajou agreed. But I'm going because I want to, not because anybody is telling me to. She flared the rough behind her ears of obsidian, turning it orange as she did. He smiled nastily. Well, come along, then. I'll go tell Queen Glory you're here, said Romilly Dad, lift, Dad, lifting off into the trees. Winter followed Kibbley and the others, staying a few steps behind so he could keep an eye on Obsidian. He had imagined visiting the home of the Nightwings many times, but in those fantasies he had always arrived at the head of a battalion of Ice Wings. His visions generally involved swooping down in vengeful glory, blasting frost breath across the entire city, and wiping out the whole tribe in one icy attack. Nightwings had been the sworn enemies of Icewings for hundreds of years, but there hadn't been any action between them then them during Winter's lifetime. The Icewings had been too busy with the War of the Sandwings Secession, fighting nearly every other tribe to worry about the secret and impossible to find Nightwings. But then the news had arrived about the massacre at the Skywing Palace. When the tribe heard that the Nightwings had descended on Scarlet's, Scarlet's arena and slaughtered all the Icewing prisoners while they were still chained and bound. While well, Winter wasn't the only one who swore vengeance. Finding the secret Nightwing home had become an ambition of every young Icewing. And now he was there, about to walk right into it. This wasn't the secret home, of course. This was their new home. The one they'd been driven to the one they'd been driven to after the volcano erupted and wiped out their last home. Everyone knew about this one, just like everyone knew the Nightwings had no more powers, that they were resettling in the rainforest. And that a seven-year-old Raymond was now their was their new queen. They'd heard of the village. Bef- they'd heard the village before they saw wing beats, branches being ripped off trees, something that sounded like hammering. Winter could also smell cooked meat over a fire, and he wished he could order his stomach not to growl and embarrass him. Then he saw two black scales ahead, and his and he felt his front talons start tingling. Two dragons were pacing across the path that had been cleared through the trees, evidently guarding it. Obsidian went on ahead to speak to them in low murmurs. The Nightwings glanced over at Winter, over and Winter's claws curled in. If he had to die fighting Icewings, that would be fine. That would be a fine way to go out. What if they kill me like they killed Hailstorm? He caught himself. It was an instinct to see a Nightwing and think of his brother's death. According to Queen, but according to Queen Starlet, Hailstorm wasn't dead. Twelve other Icewing prisoners definitely were, though, and somewhere in this village were the dragons who killed them. Obsidian beckoned Winter and the others forward with his tail, and the other and the two guards stepped aside to let them pass, smirking in a horribly superior Nightwing sort of way. What do you think those smug expressions are for? Kilby said lowly to Winter. Doesn't seem like the Nightwings have anything to be smug about, right? 
I mean, they've gone from claiming to be the most powerful tribe of Peria to, uh, to homeless, empathetic, and bowing to rain wings. All three guards bristled, flaring their wings. What's wrong with bowing to rain wings? Kinkajou demanded. Kibli, quit making things worse, Moon hissed. I was just wondering, he said calmly with a wink at Winter. Winter knew what he was doing, and it had worked. Kibli's world words had ride, riddled up the Nightwings and made Winter feel better at the same time. All of the senses were on high alert as they walked into the village, and more and more Nightwings appeared around them. His eye darted around, assessing their activity. He expected plotting or scheming or and battle training. Most of, most of the Nightwings seemed to be busily, busily engaged in very ordinary things. A group of ten of them were grappling with vines and bushes and stu- stunted trees stunted trees trying to expand the open space three more were washing fruit in the river near a, near a set of cooking fires dug into the ground where another four nightwings were roasting what looked like very like small pigs several others were working on shoring up the ram, ramshackle huts that dotted the clear area winter saw a young dragon scramble onto the roof to add more giant palm leaves only to have the entire structure cave in underneath her she fell much to the ground with a yell and a crash, and a few other Nightwings began to shout at her. There were a few Rainwings who might have helped them build all this, Winter explained, suddenly glancing at Winter and Kidley. We could have sh- we could have showed them how to set up their village in the treetops like ours, but the Nightwings didn't want our help. Plus, they thought it was too sunny up there. Like, what does that even mean? How can it ever be too sunny? It was cooler down on the rainforest floor, but it was also muddier. Winter wasn't sure which option he preferred. But he got—he's—he was glad he didn't have to live here. He wondered if the Nightwings really found an, an improvement over their last home. Mother, Moon cried suddenly. Her whole face lit up like the sun sparkling off a glacier. She flew across the clearing and threw her wings around a tall, thin dragon who looked a lot like Moon, without the silver teardrop scales in her eyes. Moon, the Nightwing gasped. Her expression went from quietly tired to startled to overjoyed, and she wrapped the dragon in a close and close to her with fierce affection. Winter felt a strange twinge watching them. Icewings don't hug like that, he reminded himself. At least royal ones don't. It would be undignified. He couldn't imagine his mother or father wrapping their wings around him or looking that happy to see him for that matter. Was this how all nightmares were with their dragonettes? He glanced around the clearing looking for young, younger dragons and themselves and realized they were almost done. It took him a while to finally spot one by the river, leaning against his mother's side and helping to wash fruit. She had one wing tented protectively over him. And there was another small dragon over by the fallen tree, practicing her flying. A dragon who might be her father stood beside her, catching her when she fell awkwardly. There was something protective and proud about the way he was standing, too. Winter pulled his gaze away and noticed odd looks on the other dragonette's faces. Kibli and Kinkajou. There's something faintly wistful in the air expression as they watched Moon and her mother. He caught himself staring too, wondering wonder what their fam He caught himself starting to wonder what their family stories were. They look like lonely cows, he thought ferociously. I refuse to moon about I refuse to moon about like that ever over anything. My parents are perfect the way they are. They may be strong and dangerous, true dragons, stronger than anyone else here, that's for sure. I may not be as fearsome as Hailstorm, but still, I'm an Icewing, the greatest tribe in Peria. I must act like one, especially here with so many Nightwing's eyes on me. Like Father says, be strong, be vigilant, strike first, and trust nobody. 
What are you doing here? Moon's mother asked, holding Moon by her shoulders. Moon curled her wings in, her face falling. I didn't get thrown out, she said in a soft voice. I didn't do any I didn't do anything wrong, and nobody. That didn't happen, mother. Winter realized that Moon was responding to something her mother was thinking. He touched the skyfire pouch again and wondered if that little rock would protect him from all the nightwings here, or if there were any other secret mind readers invading his thoughts right now. Shh, said the older dragon, pulling Moon close again. She eyed Winter and Kibley warily. But I did make friends, Moon said. She wiggled out of her mother's grass. You should meet them. She turned toward the others, and her eyes went wide. No, stop, she shouted. He's not... Suddenly, claws encircled Winter's neck, and his body was thrown to the ground with a jarring thud. Someone bigger and heavier leaped on top of him, pinning him down. Don't bother struggling, I swing, said, in a familiar, said a familiar voice. You're under arrest.